Good morning, guys. I realized this morning that I didn't do an episode yesterday because uh, I was putting in an epic day on the work shed. Um, and I just, it was one of those days where I didn't touch my phone, didn't do anything except push, push, push on this project. And I don't like to live my life like that all the time because it feels untenable. But man, when you have a a day that you just really want to get to a certain point or beyond and you put away your phone and you don't think about anything and you eat your meals in five minutes, boy, you can really get a lot of stuff done. I was hoping to just get the walls and the roof framed, but then I got them done early enough and I still had enough steam that I decided to see if I could sheathe the walls and then I got that done and I, and I thought I'd see if I could sheathe the roof. I got that done and I thought, well, let's just get the roofing up. And I got the last of the roofing up just as uh, the light faded. <clears throat> and I'm really pleased that I did because we're supposed to have a bit of a rainy week here. It reminds me of when my wife and I so many years ago, how many years ago? Like 13, 14 years ago, we built ourselves a tiny house, uh, an eight by 16 foot tiny house, um, much more complicated than this thing. Uh, and we built it in 21 days in the middle of February. We'd never built anything before. Um, and, and quite literally the materials arrived day one and we moved in day 21. We were house-sitting for three weeks for some people, and so that was the time period that we had. And we accomplished it by making a very aggressive to-do list and then uh, meeting or exceeding those goals every single day. Um, and, And that... The exceeding the goals was looking back was really important because we wouldn't have achieved it if we hadn't exceeded our goals. So even though we had made a list of like, you know, if we do all these things on these days, it all should work out. What it really took was exceeding those goals every single day. Um, And this was a sort of another great example of it. I don't do that kind of thing very often and I don't think I would be able to sustain it for 21 days anymore. (laughs) but that's certainly what we did back then. Um, And, but what you get when you have these kinds of epic days is you get this enormous leap forward in the thing that you're trying to achieve. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day uh, where the person was talking about how helpful it is to them to think of days as six-hour chunks and how instead of thinking of, you know, the day as sort of this 24-hour cycle, to think instead in terms of six-hour chunks. And what if you achieved everything you were hoping to achieve in a day in a six-hour chunk and then you had a whole other six-hour chunk? What would that do for your ability to get things done? What would that do for your ability to prioritize other things in your life? And I, and I like that. This is slightly different in that um, what this was, was thinking 
to myself, well, what if instead of thinking, well, I'll get started framing the walls today. So much of it is how we articulate the, the plan to ourselves. If the plan is, well, I'll get started, then that's what you'll do. You'll get started. If the plan is, I'm going to get the walls up, then that's what you'll do. You'll get the walls up. And if the plan is, I'm going to get the walls up and the siding on and the roof on, well, then you just might achieve that. I will say that that level of pushing does require you to prioritize certain things and deprioritize other things. There are imperfections in how, for instance, the plywood fits together on the roof of this thing that I just had to accept and say, you know what? It doesn't need to extend the perfect amount or it doesn't need to butt up perfectly because this edge was cut by hand. Let's just move on. And partly I have the confidence to do that from having built enough small structures to understand what matters and what doesn't. Because when building something like this, now I'm not at all claiming that I'm a builder or a engineer, but building small structures like this, what matters is that you understand what are the details that lend strength to the structure and what are the details that don't really matter. What are the things you need to get right and what are the things that if they're a little bit off, it just doesn't matter. And so I'm able to justify to myself, okay, if this piece of plywood is off by this amount, great, doesn't matter, but it has to be butted up over here just so, otherwise, strength-wise, it doesn't work. So you make that adjustment and you move on, instead of coming up with some much more complicated and probably costly solution. Or, you know, a lot of times what people will do is it's not more costly because they've, they've gotten all the materials to work out just right, but in order to get them to work out just right, they have fussed and fussed and fussed over each detail. And as long as you fuss over each detail, <clears throat> then the following details, if you fuss over them, will come together perfectly, right? That's, that's the principle of getting things square, getting things level, getting things plumb. And all of those things work together. Now... If you don't fuss over those things, then it's true that you can sort of walk further and further away and your problems can accumulate. But there's a way around this that I figured out. And again, it really only works particularly well for small structures, but as much as possible, I build things in place. So, <clears throat> you know, I put up the plywood on the walls and then I stood on a stepladder and trimmed it flush to that top plate with a handsaw. And so then it didn't matter that one piece of, of plywood was sticking up just slightly more. One piece wasn't. I didn't have to measure fancy things. I just had to line it up correctly at the bottom and the side and get them to butt up against each other. And then if they were slightly off, well, that disappeared once I trimmed it with the saw. So it's two different ways of working. And what I found is that when I need to have these sorts of epic days, 
the more flexible I can make my process, the more forgiving I can make my process of the sort of small compromises that are needed to be moving forward quickly, the better off the end result. Because if my process is inflexible and yet I am moving forward quickly, then you're right, those small problems will compound and compound and compound until you have a big problem that you can't ignore. And it happens right at the end, right when you need to be wrapping things up and you're most tired. If instead, and I don't think that this approach applies just to building, I think it applies to anything in life. If instead you can figure out how to make your process custom fit as much stuff as possible swiftly, then each situation is an opportunity to adjust for and deal with the small imperfections that occur in life instead of pre-measuring something and then if it doesn't fit because something is off then it throws the next thing off thanks for listening guys talk tomorrow